Hey everybody and welcome back to Popcorn Prattle. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Marcus Sally, executive producer of Shenanigans Incorporated and one of the co-creators of Popcorn Prattle. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. We are but a humble podcast that enjoys talking about movies, not in a pretentious way, but as if you just got done seeing a cracking good movie and now you want to talk about it with your best good buddies. And of course, as always... I'm joined by my best good buddies, so let me introduce you to them. First up, you know him. It's the man, it's the myth, it's the legend. He gets on my nerves all the time. It's Mr. Stephen Bailey. Stephen, say hi to the folks at home. Hey, folks at home. Your voice makes my head hurt. (laughs) Next up, you know her, you love her. She's the ever so lovely. She's the ever so talented. She has quite possibly... One of the best fathers I've yet to meet. <laughs> it's Miss Lindley Key. Lindley, say hi to the folks at home. Hi, folks at home. Oh, Dad'll love that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> also, Stephen, please never make that noise again, e- he's, ever. Well, he's, I'm sorry. I I just gotta make sure Marcus. Get, I gotta fill my annoy Marcus quota for the evening. You filled. So. You fill it. You filled it for the year. Probably, no. I don't. You think filled I it did. for the year, literally. No. I could do. No. I could do with a little less. Stephen chuckling cheeseburger Bailey. I know, and that's what the beautiful thing about it is. Okay. <coughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. You good? You you good? You good? Yeah. You bad? Oh Are you God. bad? Please don't say oh, that. God. Please. <laughs> so many people that just tuned into the show for the first time are just like, I don't, I don't understand what's what's happening. The guy, the one guy, said this is a film talk podcast, and all I've heard is that one guy making fun of that other guy, and then talking about that girl's dad that he doesn't know, even know. <laughs> it's a special time we have here. Oh, my jaw. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Marcus is in an extreme amount of pain, so we're going to get right to it. Indeed, indeed. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we get right to it, though, before we get right to it, I have to I have to say, with my dying breath, I have to say this. Um, if you do enjoy the podcast, I promise you it is not just us teasing each other, although it's a fair amount of it. Um, we do talk about 25%. films. 25%. About 25%, 25%. of it. 25%. Um, we do talk about movies. We have a lot of fun talking about it. We talk about the things that you, of course, want to listen to. Um, and most importantly, we at Popcorn Prattle here, we take pride in the fact that with all like the crazy stuff that is happening around the world, um, with so much sadness, um, so many people fighting and arguing, take this moment, take the next hour and a half to two hours, and you know what? Relax with us. Um, you know, let yourself just kind of forget that that stuff exists. It's still going to be there. Um, but hey, you know what? It's better for your mental health to just kind of take a break from that type of reality and just get upset about things that maybe don't really matter all that much. Um, and if you like the show, let me tell you something. We do this all the time. So hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Uh, go onto iTunes and give us a, a four star, five star, ten star review. I know the reviews don't go up that high, but you know what? Every little bit helps because as I learned, 
the more reviews we get, uh, the higher up the charts we get. So more people will listen to us and maybe they will use us as a bit of escapism too on their commute to and from work. So yeah, make that happen, folks at home, um, because we love you and we want to make sure that we're spreading the uh, spreading the good news about all this film talk. And tonight, we have a lot. There's so much to talk about. And it all happened literally on this, the day of our recording. Most of it. <laughs> that's a bit, That's the beautiful part of it. That's <laughs> a lot. Oh, it so is. much. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk a little Spider-Man tonight. We're going to talk about some Netflix picks. Um, Matrix 4? Question mark. I should have put a question mark there. Mm. Um, and then, oh my God. D23. Um, I completely forgot about it. I'm until... not there, and I'm fine. Oh my god. I'm fine. Eventually, I feel like we have to make a trip there. The, I was watching everyone's Instagram stories from people who were there, and apparently it was chaos trying to get in. Oh, I bet it was. <gasps> I mean, especially with all the news that dropped. I mean, I mean that place so must have much. just exploded. You know, and it's not even, and it's the whole, is it the whole weekend? It's, yeah, it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So this is just day one. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and already there's so much stuff. Um, and folks, we're going to continue to have discussions about this. We're going to continue to talk about this on our uh, Facebook page. So by the time this episode comes out, D, D, uh, D23 will be wrapping up. Um, but go to our Facebook page and um, and check it out. Um, check out all the conversations that we're having, uh, because I know, I know that we're going to be knee deep in all of that goodness. Um, but without, ow, ow, my jaw, without further ado and gilding of the lily, Stephen Lindley, are you ready? Ready. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, I promise, Lindley, I'm okay. You're, not, <laughs> you're worrying me still, though. I I promise. I got. I, I'm like. I'm massaging my jaw. I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna okay. be good. I'm just gonna sound like I'm drunk though, as I massage my jaw. Um, guys, let's prattle. So, Spider Man. Let's okay. dive. Ri- let's dive right into it. Okay. Um, Charlie's Angels, full throttle. Um, so Spider. So apparently, okay, okay. Here's 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 what we know. Okay, because we don't know, because we don't know anything. We, not really. We're we're more or less speculating because we don't know who the villain is, if there is one. We don't know who the hero is, if there is one. But um, reports came out a few days ago that Spider Man was leaving the MCU because negotiations between Sony and Disney broke down now for those of you who are not aware sony still owns technically owns the rights to spider-man disney does not own spider-man disney was more or less like loaned spider-man essentially yeah yeah, he was he was he was rented out they got the license yeah they got the license right uh leased out basically right 
So it was a better deal than like The Incredible Hulk, right? Where The Incredible Hulk could only show up in a couple movies and it couldn't be like his own movie, right? Since The since the Incredible Hulk. Um, Spider-Man was obviously able to have his own movies with Homecoming and Far From Home. Um, both well-received by audiences. Um, and Tom Holland's Spider-Man has been very well received within the MCU since his since his coming in from uh, in Civil War. Mm-hmm. And he loves playing that role. Oh, oh, tell. absolutely, yeah. He's having it's 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 a lot. It's very reminiscent of most of the actors that the MCU cast. That they you can always tell when that when the actor really loves the comic book character that they're playing. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw that with, you could see that with Mark Ruffalo. Um, you saw that with um, Chris Hemsworth, especially. Um, yeah, I mean, like a lot of the, a lot of those guys. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, what do you guys think about this? I mean, so Spider-Man, so the, the so the negotiations broke down, and now it turns out that Spider-Man is no longer in the MCU. Sony plans on making the third movie, but because he can't be in the MCU, they cannot reference anything like Avengers-wise. Nope. They but but he can join up with Venom. Who cares? Look, I did see Venom. I finally saw it. In the last episode, I made a very big deal about how (laughs) none of us had seen Venom, and I finally saw Venom. And? It's not bad if you look at it like a, uh, it's like a comic book version of Little Shop of Horrors. What? It ba- that's basically the it's like like think about the basic premise of Little Shop of Horrors, and that's basically uh, Venom the movie, not the character. Like not like I'm not talking about comic books. Um, I'm talking about like the movie. That's what it was. That's what it felt very reminiscent of. Interesting. Yeah, and there was parts that there are parts that definitely worked. There were parts that didn't work, and I and I definitely now think that Andy Serkis was the best choice for them. That's going to be so interesting. But also, Lindley, get this. Then it comes out that Kevin Feige uh, helped out with Venom secretly. Did he? Yes, because here's the thing. And this is where a lot of the controversy comes in. Oh, I've got the Sony tweets pulled up to have a little story time, too. Disney... The reports are Disney has been leaking all this information, and so a lot of people are speculating that Disney and it, and it kind of and it kind of stemmed from the fact that Kevin Feige then got revealed to like he helped out with Venom, mm-hmm. and it definitely shows within the in the movie because it doesn't necessarily feel like Venom's not a part of the MCU. Like, you could easily insert him into the MCU because he's not in a location that any of the Avengers would have had, like, dealings in except for Ant-Man in Ant-Man and the Wasp. It would be very easy to insert him in. And it definitely shows that Kevin Feige had his, had his influence in on it. But 
did Disney do that as a way to undercut Sony? That's the question. And there's a lot of things, like, someone said, like, why did the negotiations come out in the first place? Well, Sony pointed the finger at Disney, and they were like, they're the ones who leaked it because they're trying to force us into giving up Spider-Man and giving them what they want. So there's a lot of finger pointing here. Yeah. What have you guys heard? Because, again, I feel like we we don't have all the information. Everybody's no. got little bits and pieces. This is, it, there was a lot of finger pointing as far as, like, everyone when the news was breaking was, like, pointing the fingers at Sony. Right. Like, people were thinking, like, oh, Sony's being greedy, like, they're making all this money, and they're like, oh, now we want to make money because it's our property, and now that it's finally doing well, we're gonna, we're gonna take that cut. And then, Sony, Sony Pictures on their official Twitter... Mm-hmm. Put out this. Much of today's news about Spider-Man has mischaracterized recent discussions about Kevin Feige's involvement in the franchise. Mm-hmm. We are disappointed, but respect Disney's decision not to have him continue as a lead producer of our next live-action Spider-Man film. We hope this might change in the future, but understand that... The many new responsibilities that Disney has given him, including all their new, newly added Marvel properties, do not allow him the time to work on IP they do not own. Kevin is terrific, and we are grateful for his help and guidance and appreciate the path he has helped put us on, which we will continue. Hmm. Ooh, that's a, um... Where'd the light go? Because it's getting really shady in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Steven, what have you heard? So, all the reports, you know, there's inconsistency. Some reports say Disney was asking for 50% uh, of the cut. Uh, Some say where Sony was, or Disney was asking for 30%. Um, But basically, yeah, the bottom line is... Sony provides the money to make these Mm -hmm. movies. So they're Sony movies. Disney makes them. And they have a very small profit off of them. So even though the recent one, Far From Home, great film, very fun, um, made over a billion dollars, Disney really only made like, uh, I I think I read either 50 million or 150 million off of it uh, because they have such a smaller Mm -hmm. cut. Um, cause it's like, as Sony said, it's not Disney's character, it's Sony's. Mm-hmm. So I can see where both studios are coming from in their decisions. Um, and, and the flaw in the machine in both of them, uh, Disney obviously would want more, uh, profit for their involvement, especially since they're pretty much the ones making it, um, with Sony's money. And that's understandable from a business move. You know, why, continue to invest in a movie you're not going to get a profit off of basically mm-hmm. um and um <clears throat> so that makes sense for them to want more uh it also makes sense for sony not to want to give up um basically what they've come out and said is their most lucrative franchise 
Um, they're not just going to give up the character. And that's certainly not what Disney was asking mm-hmm. for, though obviously that's the direction they want it to uh, go in. Um, but here's where things I think, here's where I think the studios are both making a huge mistake to just walk away. Um, first of all, Disney. Uh, like you said, we don't know all the details, but every report so far has had it that Disney is the one that walked away. And I think that's a dumb move on their part. Um, I also think it's a dumb move for Sony uh, to counter with, "Mm, no, let's keep the deal the same. Um, Because, you know, if Sony tries to go their own with Spider-Man, not saying they can't make a good Spider-Man movie, but I think think you have to acknowledge that this is one of those rare circumstances where the fans actually do have more say because uh, if Sony makes a Spider-Man movie and Disney and, and Marvel's not involved fans will protest by not seeing it because they want to see a Spider-Man that's in the MCU mm-hmm. um, whether or not I agree with that personally doesn't matter that's a huge market um, and as we've seen you know with like Twitter and all that uh, as Lindley, you pointed out, there's, you know, there's a lot of uh, protest to this idea of Sony trying to do their own uh, Spider-Man. I mean, they've had several shots and out of that, they've made some really good Spider-Mans and they've made some really lousy ones. I think people also forget um, that Into the Spider-Verse is Sony. That's not, that's not Disney at all. Yes, right. exactly. Right. So, because Sony can definitely make a good Spider-Man movie. For them to try and do MCU Spider-Man on their own with, like you said, Lindley, not being able to reference the MCU, that's going to hurt it big time. I feel like both studios really need to continue working out this. Um, They need to continue with the negotiations because while they both have valid points and they're perfectly within the rights to, you know, pursue them... I feel like they're just going to hurt themselves if they don't reach a conclusion because if Spider-Man basically falls into limbo for years and years, uh, like it used to, I mean, he was in limbo for decades before they finally got the Sam Raimi one. Um, it's just going to be one of those lost properties that you really want to appease the fans while you can, you know, it would just be a bad business move to not, um, follow that at this point, I think. I I do agree, but I I mean I mean the thing is, and and we'll talk more about you know more of the things that uh, Marvel is going to start doing, uh, especially with Disney Plus and the direction they seem to be going. I mean the thing is, is that Disney is is too big at the moment. Like they like they 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 don't really i mean as a fan i don't want to see the mcu without spider-man at this point like i want to i want to see him there because story-wise you have to change so much then at that point you have to explain like where's peter you have to explain like you know you have to change characters motivations um there was a there's a They'll, they'll just start referring to him as the kid gave me orders because Far From Home set him up as the next Tony Stark, yeah. right? And, and and if they can't use Peter Parker, he'll just become the kid. They, they won't be able to use his actual name. And that would be 
True. Terrible. But the thing that I'm trying to say is that at the end of the day, Marvel might look at this as like, okay, so we don't get Spider-Man today. But then we'll just keep going. We'll keep making movies. We'll push up the timeline for the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. We'll rock that out. And we won't have any controversy because we own those characters now. And they'll just buy their time until the day comes when they can get Spider-Man back. And then work him, and then work some scenario to like to to reinsert him within to the MCU, and I mean, this and this is where and this is where I'm having like a lot of like issues because it is I mean it is bully tactics on Disney's part. It really it really oh, is, but yeah. at the same time, I mean from a business perspective, Sony is this is a losing battle for Sony. This is not the hill to die on. It really is not. I mean, because you're still... I mean, because, Stephen, like, tell, tell me again. So how much money did Disney make on on uh, Far From Home? Around about... So I the report that I had read, I can't remember if it was $50 million or $150 okay, million. Okay, so... F- um, but it was, yeah, it was very low. Okay, well, no, wait a minute, um, wait a minute now. Yeah. That's very low, right? Uh, is that low to you? Is Not that Lindley? Is no. that low to you? No, but that's a that no. I'm just saying that's a crap ton of money. So I, I mean, and I and I get and I get it. Like in the grand scheme of things, like yeah, it's kind, of, it's 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 you know small potatoes. But when you have so many properties, not just Disney, but also Sony, again, is this the hill to die on? That's that's the thing, and I think that it's like it's it's it, this this whole thing is ridiculous. You're gonna you are gonna hype this up over one character. But it but Spider Man's a big so, deal though. Spider Man is a big deal, yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. You know who wasn't a big deal? Iron Man. Iron Man wasn't a big right. Iron Man wasn't a big deal. When 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 the, when that movie came out, when Iron Man came out, I remember distinctly. Nobody really cared about that movie. It was just a matter of, oh, it's a superhero movie. It'll probably be a nice little, you know, it it'll be a popcorn film to enjoy during the summertime. And then it became this big thing. Thor, Captain America, all of those move, all those characters. We look. We're looking at some of these characters that they're that they're releasing into into uh, uh, series on on Disney Plus. You think that these characters are not about to be household names? That's exactly what they are. They they have they have cracked the code. They can make a star. They want Spider Man because that is an easy slam dunk. To be quite honest, I'm like, you don't really need Spider-Man, especially when especially when you have some of these characters that could step up and also fill that role. So again, I'm like, is this the hill to die on? I can't I can't see that. I can't understand that. I really can't. Yeah, I just I hope they find a way to work it out. Yeah. I, I really do. Part of me, and I think 
the folks over at Screen Junkies mentioned that that maybe this is like what are you saying like Disney possibly leaked this information mm. or like it came out to kind of test the waters to see like what the reaction would be. Mm-hmm. So there there's still hope. I mean, I think I don't I I I've talked to my students about it cuz they were like, "Mr. So, what do you think about this?" And I'm like, "He'll stay in the MCU. Disney's going to get what they want." There was a there was a meme going around that was one of my favorites. It mm. was the scene from Infinity War with Rocket and Bucky. Be like, "How mm. much is that on?" But it goes, "How much for Spider-Man? It's not for sale. How much for your company?" Oh my god. <laughs> No, the one that got me was that one I dropped on the Facebook page. <laughs> I lost the kid. I lost the kid. <laughs> I, I lost the kid. I was like, it made me cry and laugh at the same time, and then I held my jaw in pain. Oh my gosh. Uh, no, the, the internet has, has had no chill when it comes to this. Um... It's the one time where I actually liked going online because I was like, ooh, what meme am I going to see next? Um, and there were some good ones. There were definitely some good ones. I just think Disney's too big, personally. and Like, how big can it get before yeah. it pops? That, that And that's what I keep waiting for. And I feel like I, I understand the desire to have um Spider-Man as the the rights to the character or at least a bigger cut but yeah it's like like seriously when you said a moment ago you know how much for your company I can honestly see that happening cuz that's basically what Disney has been doing um and I mean I just I don't know I because, see, movies have to make a profit, and if they're funneling money into something, and even though, uh, you know, $150 million is a lot to you and me, to a multi-billion dollar corporation like Disney, you know, you got to take into account, you know, what did the movie cost to make, what, uh, how much was advertising, shipping, all of that stuff. It adds up, and you got to make it at least, I think they consider now, like, three times that much to be a profit, which it more than did, but... Uh, they're only seeing a, a small percentage of that cut, so it's like, I don't know. I, I mean, ultimately, I feel like we don't. I feel like we don't have enough information because, again, we're we're dealing with we're dealing with hearsay here. Disney saying one thing, Sony saying another thing. You know, everybody's. You know, I mean, even even here, right, right here, like we we have our own theories about what's what's being said behind those closed doors, but we don't, we don't know, you know, we, we can, we can speculate, we can think, we can say like, you know, this, that, and the other, but I don't know. I mean, ultimately, and we, and we've said this on the show before, you know, it's like, if you don't like, if you don't like what's going on with Disney, there's a very simple way to solve that folks. There really is. Support other cinema. Mm. Support smaller cinema. You know, we've talked so many times on this show in, in particular. I mean, we may, audience, we make a point, and I don't think anybody can say that we don't. We make a point to watch and talk about movies that 
maybe people have not heard about before. I mean, we'll talk about Marvel movies. I mean, how can you? I mean, how can you not have a, a film talk podcast and not talk a Marvel movie, right? But we talk about other things, and the thing is, it's like, you know, people. If you don't like it, go out and support those movies. You know, we talk about bad times at the El Royale. Mm-hmm. Where were people? Where were people at to go see that movie? You know. We we can't. I mean, we got to be proactive now. We can't be. We can't be reactive. We cannot do that. Because then, then <laughs> that's when Disney's going to be like, "Well, it doesn't really matter. We're just going to continue to do whatever we want to do." We still have your money. Yes, <laughs> they, monies. They no. They've already proved that with the Lion King. Yeah, it was terrible. Yep. But it made a uh-huh. billion dollars. I'm rolling in the dough, yo. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. But, guys, let's talk. Let's actually talk about some smaller properties. Um, and and again, smaller in regards to you know the mammoth titan that is Disney. Um, let's talk some Netflix picks. So, audience, if you if you've never listened to the show before, Netflix picks. Um, these are things. These are shows that we've seen on uh, on Netflix, on Amazon Prime, um, so on and so forth. Uh, you know, things that, you know, maybe this weekend you want to, to watch a good, uh, Netflix show, an Amazon Prime show or Hulu Plus, um, and you're not, and you're not quite sure where to start. We are going to give you some suggestions. Uh, and actually, um, I'm looking at the list right here. We have three animated features. Woo! Three. Three animated features, so which is very, which is very different. I feel because we don't get because we don't actually we don't. I feel like we get like an episode where we talk about animated features and then we don't talk about them for the rest of the time. Yeah, and this um, is fulfilling something that was in our mailbag, which we're going to do at the end of this episode. Um, yeah. that someone wanted to us to talk about more animation. So you know, here we go. We listen. Right. Um. So who would who would actually like to start? With the with it, I mean, we can go in order, but then we, we can anybody could start. Stephen, you go first. I could, yeah, I'll start. Um, so uh, I watched Rocco's Modern Life, Static Clean yes. on Netflix. That is the full title. <laughs> I did not realize that. I was I thought it was just called Rocco's Modern Life, but no, it's it's got a subtitle. Um, I would actually say it's more like a, um, I guess sort of like a mini movie that serves as like a pilot to a series, maybe, uh, the series reboot. Is it getting a reboot? Uh, did either? Yes. I was about to say that was the, from what I heard, that was the intention. That was the okay. reboot. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I had, I didn't realize this, but apparently it was made a few years ago and just kept getting like. Uh, put off or like I think the platform it was going to be on someone backed out of the deal or something I don't remember but uh, did either of you watch Rock oh, Modern yeah. Life back uh, in the day? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, good, <laughs> good. I thought I was alone no, with that. I seriously grew up. Thinking, I was about to say I, I don't think anybody didn't watch Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> I had all I my friends loved you, it. I think. I think you two must have grown up in a different place than me, obviously, because nobody I knew growing up uh, watched it. 
Uh, I think I was like the only one at my school who watched it. Um, and so, but I loved that show as a kid. Um, and uh, what I think of the remake, or not the remake, the reboot, I should say, um, it really depends what you're looking for. If you are looking for the exact same thing you got as a kid, it is mostly it's that. Mm. It's yeah, it's it's very close. It's the animation style looks the same, the humor is the same, the uh, character voices are the same. It's very similar until you get about halfway through the show. Um, and uh, I'm not going to give a spoil. I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen it. But there is a twist about halfway through the episode that reveals this is a reboot. And while up until then it had been playing on like some meta jokes about it being a mm-hmm. reboot, you know, there's jokes about all this technology and that they have now and how they're not in the nineties anymore. A lot of jokes that we as kids would remember as well as the innuendos we recognize now as adults. Um, Everybody uh, on your hands and knees. There's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, um, there's a there's a twist about halfway through um, that definitely says this is a reboot. And ultimately, I thought like up until then, I was like, yeah, you know, if I was a kid, you know, I could I could still enjoy this. Um, but then it got to the twist and I was like, is Rocco's Modern Life trying to move me? Yeah, it got and deep. It, it got but, yeah i was i was really but in shocked. a kind of moving way because if you think this twist i know the twist that you're talking about this twist back in the 90s it would have totally been played for humor oh but yeah, now I, I don't even know if they'd have gotten no, away they, with it back in the they 90s. wouldn't have and if they did it would have just been like oh ha 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 this thing is this now ha ha, ha it's a joke but no they take it pretty seriously mm-hmm. and they, they introduce a character you know that is very unique and actually they it was well done hmm. like it they was. didn't play for a joke and i'm super proud of a show from a time where it would have been a joke it's not a joke anymore yeah. so mm-hmm. and i love the fact that the remake is not only playing on the whole nostalgia factor because the main plot is rocco's trying to get something back from his time or back from you know the time that we watched Rocco it'd be like I I want like want it back I wanted the same and kind of playing off like oh well that's what this movie's doing but it's also about you know not being stuck in the past mm-hmm. there, there's a it had a deep meaning to it we're so obsessed with nostalgia and living in just happier times that we, you know, back in the day, that we forget to move on mm-hmm. and embrace the new. Yeah, I, I love, I love the message it has at the end about letting go of the past, while you know <laughs> it points out that you can appreciate and cherish the past, but don't forget to live mm-hmm. in the now and experience life now that i thought that was like coming from a rocco's modern life show i was like 
Oh my gosh, this is it got deep. This is it. This it was is, good, yeah. though. and I, <laughs> I, it was. I think my favorite line from the episode, though, <laughs> I forget the exact line, but Rocco basically says, "The 21st century is a terrifying place." <laughs> He's not wrong because it's so true. It's not compared to the 90s. Oh, what an innocent time! <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I do recommend it. If you liked Rocco's Modern Life back in the day, you'll enjoy this. Just mm, even if mm. you didn't like it. I can't imagine. I, can, I, I seriously mean it when I say I don't know many people who don't remember Rocco's Modern Life very fondly. If you didn't, it's probably because you didn't watch it. You know, or at least at least in, in my in my little friend group like that's. That's Rocco's Modern Life. So I was very excited when um, I did hear about it. I just did not. Um, I just haven't gotten a chance to watch it. It's on my queue. There's a lot of stuff that dropped on Netflix recently mm-hmm. that I'm like, it's like there's a lot of great stuff because I was like just sifting through and I was like, oh my god, I gotta add this, I gotta add that. Yeah. And it wasn't the only Nickelodeon one that dropped too. It was not. Um, my Netflix picks, um, another Nickelodeon short movie that dropped was Invader Zim Enter the Florpus. And yeah, it is already... everything I wanted it to be and more. Don't make me laugh, Lindley. It's already, like, the title alone <laughs> makes me laugh. It's such a great title. Golly. Um, unlike Rocco, I, I gotta say, I kind of like the Rocco movie a little bit more because... It did him like it. It evolved, and you know it had a good message. But that's not to say anything against Invader Zim because it is everything I remembered and loved from that show. It's just as weird. It's just as macabre. It's just as gross. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite lines from it is, "Oh no, I've become more chair than human." <laughs> God. It's so good. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry to cause you more pain, but so you know. what is the premise of of it? The premise of the premise of it has been, you know, Dim Div has been sitting and waiting for Zim to come back and show himself. You know, he's just been sitting in front of a computer, just waiting and planning. And then Zim comes back, and Zim actually succeeds at some points. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about what happens if, you know, Invader Zim actually invaded <laughs> and makes everything so much worse. And doesn't just show up on Earth. No. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and Gur is back. Everybody is back. Everybody is back. Uh, oh my god. Dib, Dib's sister, Gurr, who is just, you know, made so much money for Hot Topic. Invader Zim <laughs> as a whole just has stock in, in Hot Topic. So much stock. I'm surprised there wasn't a new collection that came out for Enter the Florpus. Give it time. Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> yeah, it was... Yeah, there was a delay in shipment. The delay in shipment, it got lost they're still, in the They're still, like, getting rid of all the Suicide Squad stuff. Oh. 
Well, now it's all, it's, there's a lot of Disney stuff there and a lot of K-pop stuff. Oh, that's, that's not unexpected. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say that's unexpected, but then I thought about it and I'm like, no, not really. I'm just waiting. They always do an Outlander collection, so I'm just excited when that's going to come out. Anyway, back to Invader Zim. It was good. It was everything I loved. It didn't involve or have as much impact as I think Rocco did. But it was mm. still top notch. So if cool. you like if you liked Invader Zim, you're gonna like this. If you didn't like Invader Zim, you're definitely not going to like it. They doubled down on the Invader Zimness. Oh, so much. I love it. Um, so I, uh, you guys know me. I love. Um, I've had like a, a recent renaissance um, in my love for anime. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I got asked to to be the sponsor for the anime club at uh, my high school. Your high school has a ha- anime club? Yeah, we're very... Look, look I was trying gorgeous. to say high school and anime at the same time, and it almost came out anime. It's a different time. Okay. It's a different... It's a very different time. Just <laughs> a bit. Um, but yeah, I... Uh, so... There was a new anime that just dropped. It's called Cannon Busters. Um, and this made a lot of waves because um, the creator happens to be black. Mm. So I wanted to check it out because, um, I mean, it's, I, I know I know that there are, are, you know, black animators who have made anime, you know, and who have made manga before and, and whatnot. Um, but for something, for something like this, but I've, I'm, you know, I've, I've never seen any, um, I'm just slowly discovering them. So when I heard about Cannon Busters, I wanted to check it out. Um, and I have to say, is it, did it blow me away? Absolutely not. Um, and it's because, and here's, and here's the thing about it. It just reminded me too much of other animes that I enjoy watching more. Um, which, I mean, it sounds weird that I'm, I'm saying this as my Netflix picks, but I'm going to explain it to you. Um, so Cannon Busters was, a, is about this, uh, uh, this girl named Sam, who is basically like a friend bot to this prince. And she is on a quest to find him because their kingdom got, uh, uh, invaded by a wizard. And so she as goes, as, 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 as kingdoms are wont to do. And she goes into, like, this old West-type area of the world and meets this guy named Philly the Kid. Oh, my gosh. And Philly the Kid is an immortal. Like Billy? Yeah, yeah, yeah Stephen. Like, <laughs> like so Billy. That's dramatic. Just, oh, my gosh. Just like, just like Billy, Stephen. Are you okay? He's never Are okay. Are you yeah, are you that into kidding. Billy the Kid? Is there some Billy the Kid fan culture that I didn't know about? No, I, that was actually a reference to Brooklyn uh, Nine Nine, but Nine Nine. Um. So Philly the Kid, he's an immortal. So every time he dies, he comes back, and like another number appears on his skin. 
which is a cool, like, so the premise of it is, like, it's interesting. So I was, like, very much intrigued by everything that was going on. Uh, in the first episode, you find out that Sam is actually a, you find out that she's a robot, but she's also a thing called a cannon buster, um, which means she can turn into, like, these amazing kind of, like, super powerful weapons that can take down giant mechs in one shot. Um, and there are, there are giant mechs in, in this particular, um, in this particular, uh, anime. Here's the problem with it. It wants to be so many different animes all at once that it doesn't have, like, one solid trope that it sticks with. Because if you think about it, if you think about, like, all the great animes, right, you think about Gundam Wing, that's a mech show. That's a mech show mixed in with philosophy, um, Death Note, that is a crime drama. Dragon Ball Z, that's a fighter, that's a fighter show. Um, Cannon Busters is like one part Dragon Ball Z, one part Gundam Wing, one part, uh, Trigon, one part Cowboy Bebop. There's so much happening in this, and I'm just like, pick, pick a genre stick with it, and then do it well. Um, I, I find, like, there are, there are definitely some, like, great moments of it that I'm just like, okay, if you, if you just doubled down on, like, this storyline, or you showed me more of, like, this character, like, don't make Philly the Kid, uh, you know, this loud mouth cursing all the time, you know, buffoon, like, show me why everybody wants to, like, he has, like, a huge bounty on his head. I'm like, show me why he has a bounty on his head. Right? Mm-hmm. Also, get rid of your big, stupid car that turns into a giant, like, bull mech. And it can only run. It's the stupidest. This Now, this is legitimately stupid. Uh, it can only run with quarters. Like a video game, like a like an arcade game, he has to put quarters into the car for it to go. Um. Yeah. No. I'm okay. like at this. That was a. Choice. It is. A, it is a. It is a choice. It's one I've never it's seen a choice. before. A choice has a choice been made. Choice has indeed been made. <laughs> and and at first, the Tell first episode, it's real cute. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cute. And then when every episode centers around the fact that Philly has to find more coins, and that's why their car stops, and that's why they have to have adventures, it gets old really fast. That's I, I'm not done with the series yet. I'm kind of I slowed down. I'm taking my time. Um, I I honestly thought about uh, watching Invader Zim um, instead. I was like, because that's when I found it. I was like, oh, Invader Zim dropped. And I was like, I'll wait. I'll finish Cannon Busters. And then last night I was like, man, I bet Invader's in so much better than this right now. Oh, oh. I applaud <laughs> your perseverance, though. Yeah. But, but you know what? Hey, if you like anime, if you want to see something different, um, it's definitely got a Western flair to it, which I think is also the issue. Um, check it out. Check out, check out. Check out, like, the first three episodes. Just to say, like... I saw it, and now I've made my decision. <laughs> yeah. 
But then we all saw the last one, right? We all saw the last Netflix picks. What's the last one? Glow. Yeah. The gorgeous ladies yeah. of wrestling. Woo-hoo. Which it makes me laugh that you guys watch it because I I'm like, love it. you're watching wrestling. I love it's that so show good. so much. You love the wrestling show. Yeah, you do. It's not just because it's a wrestling show, it's a great yeah. character study. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. very good. With all that wrestling. I didn't like how the season ended though. I gotta say. Yeah, the season ended on like a. It didn't make sense. Yeah. It's kind of like a. It was kind of like an orange is a new black. Like, come on, Piper, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> like you have everything that you could possibly want. Um, st- stop self sabotaging. Yep. But it was. Um, it. I. I thought this season was. I. I kind of enjoyed this season. I think more than last season. Yeah, I think it's a lot more memorable. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that... I, I know this is a show about wrestling, but I'm glad that they're not just showing them do the same routines over and over again because the season involves them having a residency in Vegas. And they mm. complain about doing the same routines, but we don't see it. Right. Which gives them room to develop their character so much more. And when we do see them... Like, there's one episode where they switch characters, and it's so much fun to watch because you can tell they're having so much fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I, the thing that I love about Glow is that, and and, I mean, and yes, it it is mainly about the wrestling, but I love how accessible it makes it to an audience that doesn't know the business. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm sitting there and I'm like watching it and, um, uh, I can't remember, I can't remember Carmen, that the character of Carmen. Um, I love, I love like how passionate she is about the craft and about the business Mm -hmm. and how she wants to do more. Um, you know, and that she's jealous of her brothers who are on the road doing this. Yeah. Um, I I love her. I love that they, that they showed that and it was cool watching it and, in sync, like, I'm like, oh, my God, like, they're actually hitting, like, legit wrestling moves right now. Mm-hmm. Um, these actors, I mean, some of them are, some of them are actually wrestlers. Yeah. Um, but to, but to see, you know, like, um, oh, goodness, um, uh, Brie Larson, not Brie Larson, Allison Brie, excuse me. Alice. Um, to Brie. see her um, hit a couple of moves, a couple of, like, you know, like, oh, whoa, Allison, calm down. Um that was that was that was awesome for me. That was very cool. Um, yeah, overall, bang up job. I agree. You know, if I was if I was going to characterize this season, I would all, it would almost have to say it's sort of like the I don't want to say dark middle act of a story, but it's kind of like The Empire Strikes Back in the sense that it's. We're seeing all the characters face their own individual issues, uh, and it takes them to a point of uncertainty mm-hmm. at the end. Um, I don't want to give away the ending for anyone who hasn't seen it, but um, I thought it had a really great progression for a lot of the characters. Um, and uh, it's just really entertaining to watch them. And like you said, Marcus, you can tell they're having mm. fun. And I think that's one of the biggest things that's so good about it is uh, they're having fun. 
and we're having fun watching mm. that. And it's just, it, it's, it, I, yeah. I love it. I, I wish that, and this is, again, this is the wrestling fan of me. I wish that this would translate into more support for women's wrestling. Um, mm -hmm. Because, because uh, female wrestlers, I mean, they have, have a long history of either being like, either doing what you're seeing in GLOW right or just being supermodels that were taught to move in the ring but not actually have a craft um and so to see some of these women who uh, you know i know are wrestlers like um kaya stevens who plays i can't remember her character's name but she is the the um junkyard queen to see her um you know, to play, to play this character with such nuance and grace, um, and, and to go through like so, so many struggles, um, in her character arc from season one all the way up to season three. Um, I just, I wish that that, that would just translate to more people being like, you know what, let me see what Kaya Stevens actually does in the ring. Cause she's back. Uh, she's actually wrestling again. Um, so I, I would be surprised if she's back next season um because because i think she's coming back full time from what i from the rumors um but for more people to like you know go out and like i should watch some theme actually, actually watch some women's wrestling because um you know it's 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 very good right now um it's very very well done and the ladies work so hard um and the storylines are not yeah, you, they're not stupid like they used to be where it was just, you know, like, let's have bra and panties matches. It's like, let's actually have matches because I want to show you that I am the best woman in the ring. Um, also, you know, yeah. welcome back, Gina Davis. Miss oh, my you. gosh. Yeah. Listen, I had such a crush on her back in the day. And when I saw her again, I was like, oh, Gina. I'm glad she's back. I had a crush on her from Beetlejuice. Yes! <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> where I had a crush on her. <laughs> and then Cutthroat Island happened. You know, I've never actually seen Cutthroat Island. That's terrible. Well, Steve and I avoided that. <laughs> we were like, no, we we're going to keep <laughs> we're going to keep Gina alive in our mind. She was only in Beetlejuice and the League of Our Own. <laughs> and the fly oh gosh alright well guys we're going to take a quick break um, we're going to let you listen to a sneak peek at a podcast that maybe you have not discovered yet uh, and then when we come back hoo, 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 boy do we have even more fun for you we're talking Matrix 4 and we're talking D23 and you know what we're even going to have a live trailer reaction. Don't worry, we're going to talk about it because it's a lot of controversy um, in our separate studios as we, like, all fight to not click the play button. <laughs> uh, by the time you guys have listened to this, you've probably already seen it several times, but this is our first time watching it as of this recording. So, not going to waste any more time. Going to let you guys listen to this, and when we come back, Matrix 4. Stay tuned. Do you like annoying advertisements for podcasts you'll never listen to? Well, then you're at the right place because this is an advertisement for the Art Jacob Do America podcast featuring Art, Jacob, and Eric B. Castillo, the dirtiest man on the internet. Hello, do you want to hear two and a half Mexicans talk about subjects that they have absolutely no authority over? Well then, you're in for a treat. 
please make sure you listen to our episodes every Sunday night available on iTunes, Google Play, iHeart, Tuned In, or wherever the fuck you get your podcast from. Art and Jacob do America. Fuck, fuck yeah! yeah. guys reports came out and it is official the matrix 4 is happening it is coming back and okay you guys can say whatever you want i'm hyped i i am so hyped right now why aren't you guys excited i don't like the matrix wait what you don't like the matrix uh, no. How do you not like The Matrix? I mean, I don't have anything against it, but it's, to me, it's just, meh. I appreciate what it, the first one did for, as far as, like, cinematography. I do appreciate that. I just, eh. Mm. Lindley. I think you caught him real deep. I'm just sorry. Now. I don't mean to be offensive. It's just not my favorite. I I I watched the uh, there was a marathon of it um, two weekends ago. They had the whole they for some reason like all weekend they just kept playing the trilogy over and over again, and I got a chance to watch it like at various times, and I completely forgot just how much I enjoy those movies, um, flaws and all. Um, it used to be, I feel like it used to be my Fast and Furious kind of, like, guilty pleasure. Like, I know that there's, like, there's parts of this that are bad, but there's stuff in this that's so cool and just so awesome, um, that I can't help but, um, but love this. Um, and love the story and love the world that it created. Um, we don't know anything about the story. Uh, other than the fact that Keanu Reeves is back. And so is Carrie yes. Moss, somehow. Yes. Carrie Ann Moss is coming back. And that's the part where I'm like, wait, how? Well, I mean, you got to remember, so, and and it's been a long time. And the only reason why I really remember this is because I just watched the, the, um, the movies again. Um... The one has always been around. You know what I mean? Like, there's always been yeah. there's always been multiple ones. Neo was just the one to make like a different choice. But there's always been a one. And so one could argue that possibly Keanu comes back as the one, or maybe he comes back as like an avatar ghost like an avatar the last airbender and maybe trinity's there i don't i don't know um <laughs> you gotta do this in your larry and his daughter race now. <laughs> da- daddy i daddy i want neo to come back oh no problem there kitten uh should trinity come back yeah girl power because she really likes the spice girls um <laughs> I don't know why she likes the Spice Girls so much, Um, but nothing wrong with the Spice Girls. There's nothing. Hey, there's nothing wrong with the Spice Girls. I didn't say there's anything wrong with Spice Girls. I said that like this little, 
this little girl, she loves the Spice Girls. I mean, but she also wears a daddy's little monster uh, hat every day. <laughs> so so take that with a grain of salt when she says Gervala. Um Also, remember, Keanu's, remember, Neo's body is technically, like, with the machines. He is one with the Matrix. Well, yes and no. <laughs> Sorry, I get real. I sorry, I got real into the the lore um, when uh, when that last movie came out, and when the video game, when the MMO came out. Because Steven, you said something in the chat. You were like, well, "What are they gonna say?" Because they ended it. <laughs> like, what story can you possibly tell? And they did. They continue the story, but and I and I can and you know someone has to fact check me on this, but. Uh, I'm almost certain that they stopped because they ran out of money. Like, they couldn't pay the writers. They couldn't pay writers to keep going with the story. Because it was, like, this huge thing where, like, every month you were going to get, like, a new story, a new chapter added to, like, the Matrix, you know, saga. And it was everything after Matrix Revolutions. But, who knows? Because Michael B. Jordan was supposed to be in this movie as, like, young Morpheus. That was the rumor. That was when, like, this was going to be, like, a a prequel slash a reboot. But now it's just a sequel? Yeah, I guess now it's just a sequel. Did you guys ever see Sense8? Uh, no, but I heard good Uh, things about it. See, and Sensei is the reason why I'm excited about this. I'm even more excited about this. Because Sensei, I felt like the Wachowskis really hit the nail on the head with this one. Um, their writing has gotten so much stronger. It's not as cliche. They 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 keep like Sensei was a lot more grounded and it didn't and they they really could have gone like full matrix reloaded on it. You know, they really could have, but I just thought like, you know, cinematically with the, and with the storyline, I just felt like they were hitting all the right buttons. And because of that, I think that they could, uh, have a home run with this matrix Four business. My only thing is, um, and this is, I think that's, I think any, anytime you have like a sequel, right. What's the story you're going to tell? Because if the story's not up to snuff, if the story is literally just, uh, we're going to throw some stuff at the wall, see if it sticks, and this is just a cash grab, it's going to sink. It happens every time we have seen a sequel. We don't know that. We don't know that. Because the Wachowskis Wachowskis love this, this story that they've created. They love it. And now that they've become, like, better writers and better directors, I don't know. you might end up liking Matrix 4. We'll you didn't see. think you were going to You We'll hey, see. Uh-huh. Just like we saw about uh, Fast and Furious. Because had I not said anything about Hobbs and Shaw, you were going to go, weren't you? I was. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll get us tickets to Matrix 4. Shh, don't worry, Lily. It's okay. 
I don't like I don't like this at all. <laughs> what just happened? Join 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 me in the dark side, Lindley. <laughs> uh, pretty soon pretty soon you're just gonna you're just gonna watch Fast and Furious and The Matrix like all the time. Don't even worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Do what? Just like I got you to watch Outlander? Oh, but Outlander's so good. It's so good. It's so sorry, audience. I, I we, we have <laughs> Lindley and I haven't talked about this, and I just need like a moment. Lindley, my boy Murtog. Murtog! I love when him he ca- so much. When he comes back, he I was like, I, I cried. I watched that scene today, I'm not gonna lie. It's so Oh my good. god. I I'm sorry, audience. <laughs> You can this old coot. You calling an old coot. Oh, I cried. I was like, oh, Jamie, he's back. You guys were friends again. And then, uh, and then someone else came back at us. And I cried again. It's so Oh, good. oh, hey. Oh, just one thing, and I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, Oh, boy, you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He better die next season. Like who? You know who? You don't think he's already dead? No, I think he's alive. Uh, I mean, I kind of want him to be alive too because he's such a good character. He, he he is, but I was not mad at Jamie. I was like, y'all need to be like. I'm like, don't you yell at him? He's defending your honor. But it wasn't even the right person. I know, but hey, you know what? He should have spoke up. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll talk about this later. They, I, <laughs> I know you're talking about Roger then. Yeah. I, I have, I'm reading the books now. Apparently book Roger and show Roger are very different. Who's better? Roger, they Roger. kind of butchered Roger in the show. Oh. Is he much, is he much more likable? Cause right now I'm not a big fan. No, no, no. I hated Roger. Not, not Richard, oh, not Roger. Richard Rankin. Not the actor, but the character was awful. Oh no, the the actor is the actor is great. I think all those actors are great. The um, scene when he's at the stone and he's like deciding, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's some great acting. But yeah, boys. yeah, Stephen, well, join us, Stephen. Just be careful though, because I literally bought stars just to watch Outlander. I'm so proud. Because of Outlander, that's why I watched the movie. Hey, Venom. I gave Dairy Girls a chance, Stephen. Oh. I, 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 What'd you think? I finished both seasons in two days. Damn. It's great. It's it's so cute. It's really cute. Yeah. It's really, really cute. But that means now, Stephen, you have to return the favor. And you've got to watch at least... Hey, two. Hey, she watched two seasons of Dairy Girls. There's two seasons of Outlander on Netflix. But there's also a lot more Outlander than there is so Dairy much. Girls because Dairy Girls is like six 30-minute episodes per season. Lindley, Lindley, we're trying to get him to watch Outlander. And I I respect <laughs> Steven as a friend, so I'm being honest with him. He's going to get hooked. He's going to get hooked. Please do, Steven. Will I, will I get you hooked? You might get hooked. You will. I, if Marcus is getting hooked on this. I love it. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> okay, I, I, I trust you. I'll give one it a try. One of us, one of us, Google Gobble. I'm so happy. Well, Lindley, yes. you're about to get even happier. <laughs> because 
It is time now to talk about D23. Guys, there's so much stuff that's happening with with I mean, so I mean, you know, I know we open much. up the show by talking about how big Disney was, but but at the same time, um you can't help but yeah. watch, you can't help but look at this list, right? You can't help but look at this list of everything that's dropped on day 1 and think to yourself like, "Man, I am I'm still excited." Like I I I'm going to watch it because that is what I, that is what I want to watch. Um and and the thing is, the thing is, I think it is important to note that for some of these, especially with the MCU stuff, we're dealing with two characters in particular that people have been clamoring for that are also very different from the rest of the MCU. One of those people, my girl... The cutest superhero in the world. She's so wonderful. If you have not read her, if you're not reading her comic book, you're dead to me. It's Miss Marvel. I'm so excited about Miss Marvel. It's going to be such a fun show. Oh my God. Like, I want to know who they're going to cast. Like, I want to know. And I'm like, I'm just like, oh, please just be. better not be white. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, if I you know, think, you know how you can I keep me. I think Disney's gonna cast someone. You you have to. It's such. It's so integral to her character. Um, for those who don't know, Miss um, Marvel Kamala Khan um, is Pakistani. She's the first Muslim superhero, female Muslim superhero, and she is she's she's wonderful. I mean, she reached Miles Morales levels. Of popularity, Dave is probably sitting in some corner somewhere, being like, "No, she didn't. Shut up. <laughs> she did to me." Um, because I I read one comic book of hers and I fell in love hard. Um, she's so great. She's so wonderful. Um, even like her story arcs that aren't that great, I still find myself enjoying them and still rank them four out of five stars. Um, I think that's a great. I think it's a great move, and that and that's kind of what I was alluding to, where she could become that replacement Spider Man, because oh. the because the thing the thing is like her comic books to me. I'm not saying to everybody, Dave. Hey, Dave. Because <laughs> I I hear him in the future fussing at me and sending me a text. Um, I I'm not saying it's to everybody, but to me. She her story feels like old school Peter Parker trying to navigate through life, trying to, you know, figure out, like, what's she going to do about this guy that she likes Um, balancing being a superhero and being a teenager. Right. Having these powers and also not understanding how her powers work, just like early days, Peter Parker. Um, I think that she could be that person. And I hope. I hope that she will be uh, moving up to the big screen very soon. Mm-hmm. But besides Miss Marvel, we have She-Hulk coming into the mix, which how I'd be interested to see what they do with that and how she's introduced. I'm so she's... excited, though. Like, if we're reaching the point where we're hmm. introducing She-Hulk... 
Mm-hmm. Oh, if we're in a good place. We're we're gonna start getting some like real weird superheroes soon though. <laughs> and I'm all about it. <laughs> um and then uh superhero that I none of us are familiar with, right? I don't think so. Are you Steve? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, no, I've never heard of that. I've heard of Moon Knight, but I don't know anything about, I don't know his powers, I I just know he's incredibly popular. Anytime you go online, people are like, where's my Moon Knight TV show? Hmm. So I don't know. Which we have the, we have hmm. that too. What? The new James Bond title. Sorry, went off topic. We do. We do have the new James oh, Bond yeah. movie. We do. Well, title, I should say. Excuse me. Um, but I. I mean, hey. I mean, I. I. Here's my thing. Do you think they're sitting on more stuff then, or is this it? Is this the last of it? I don't know. They've because I be thought I something. thought the big announcement with Phase Four. I thought that was it. Do you think they're sitting on more? At least, I think. Because that would I make phase four. They might be done for Disney Plus. There's got to be something more coming with the movies. Hmm. Do you think they'll announce it this weekend? I don't think so. Mm. They may. I mean, there. I looked on the schedule. There's like an 80th anniversary of Marvel Comics, but that's not Marvel okay. Studios. And got I don't you. think we're going to get a lot of star. I think what we. Got which we'll talk about soon. I don't mm. think we're gonna get a lot of Rise of Skywalker either. Oh, like there was a little bit of footage they showed as like a intro to D twenty three. There yeah. is new Rise of Skywalker footage, but it's not much. Okay, this good though. Mm. I am excited. I am very excited. Um, one last bit of. MCU news before we continue on into the Disney, the Disney Plus stuff. Uh, Kit Harrington is entering the MCU. For those of you who don't know, it is Jon Snow. <laughs> uh, now you know. Now you know something. Um, you know instead nothing. of knowing nothing. Knowing is half the bad. I hate you so. Ti Joe. Okay. Yeah. Lily encourages him. I had to. Uh, <laughs> I would have been uh, a bad friend if I didn't. Well, well I'm I'm Stephen's worst friend then. <laughs> um. So Kit Harrington is entering the MCU. As who? We don't know. There's rumors. It, it was trending worldwide a couple of minutes ago. And I tried to see if it was confirmed, but there was nothing. It was just a whole bunch of people jumping on the bandwagon. The rumor is, he is, as I live and breathe, the Wolverine. I, okay. I don't, I wouldn't want him to be the Wolverine, though. No. I. No. No, I was gonna say I was gonna say, uh, Mister Fantastic. No, who did I say is Mister Fantastic? And Stephen, you were like, "Oh my God, yes." 
Uh, Ozark. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Oh, he'd be a great Mr. Fantastic. Yes, right? Like a great MCU Mr. Fantastic. Cuz he's got the com- he's got the comedy chops, he's got the drama. I could see Kit Harrington as Johnny Storm. Yeah, he'd be a better Johnny Storm than he would a Mr. Fantastic. Is he going mm-hmm. to be Moon? I feel like if he was going to be Moon Knight, they would have announced it. I agree. I I definitely agree. And if he was going to be in the Eternals movie, they would have also announced that. Yeah. Who knows? I guess we will just have to wait, and then they'll reveal that he's actually Professor X, and he's going to shave his luscious locks. No. Yeah. Not and those his wife, dark curls, no. And his wife is gonna be Jean Grey. I would actually be okay with that. She's wonderful. Or what if they decide to make him Craven the Hunter? That was the other rumor. Okay. But is he still Craven? Craven what? Uh, a job because. <laughs> 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 Is he craving a job? Like, is that is that Disney's way of being like, ooh, who could Kit Harrington be? And then they reveal, like, at the end of D twenty three, they're like, he was gonna be Craven, but Sony. (laughs) Oh man, could you imagine? Never mind. Well, let's not go there. It's (laughs) this tea is already too salty. It's exceptional. <laughs> um, so Lizzie McGuire's getting a reboot. Yeah, it is. I mean... Is anybody... I'm 30 years old. Hey now, hey now. You know, what, you know what it is? I think I realized it. You know you know what's happening? We You're are running old. out of original ideas? No, we are old. And the people, and the people who grew up with this stuff, right? Like, who's excited for the Lizzie McGuire reboot? People our age, people who feel like they got cheated out of a proper ending. So what do they do? They bring it back because now they're in charge. What's gonna happen? She's gonna be a mom now, and she's gonna be married to Gordo. And they tried to do this with Raven. With That's a Raven with Raven's Home, and, like, no one really watched it? I watched one episode and was very confused. Uh, I, I tried. Wait, wait, wait. Is Lizzie McGuire's, like, little cartoon self gonna be old, too? Oh, my Oh, my gosh. God. Can she also be um, pregnant? Can they both be gosh. pregnant at the same time? <laughs> oh and, like, the cartoon, like, tells her, like, you gotta push. You gotta push, stop, okay? Stop. Marcus! Marcus! <laughs> stop! Stop! You're there's gonna be some weird fan art now. I, I want it. Way to go! I now, Marcus. I am now on board with the Lizzie McGuire reboot. You're make a it freak. so. <laughs> 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 what is happening here? You've been on Deviant Art too long. What Deviant Art? We're not long enough. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Deviant art. Lord, is that thing still running? Is, yeah. Are you still living? Um, 
Lady and the Tramp. I just I watched the trailer actually earlier this evening. It's cute. It's be- looks better than the Lion King. Yeah. And what's nice about it is it's going to be on Disney Plus. Yes. So Yay. I'm more I actually I'm I think I'm gonna be more apt to watch this because it's there. I mean, why not? Um so is the show called Muppets Now? It it's going to be a short term things like kind of mini sketches probably called okay. Muppets Now. Okay. And it and I'm so excited. The Muppets have gotten like a steady resurgence in recent years. They have. I know they mm-hmm. got a show on ABC a couple years ago that didn't really go over well. Yeah. But perhaps uh you know Disney Plus is is the home for it. You know, something that you don't have to keep up with regularly. Something you can be like, oh, you know, I've got a couple of hours to kill on the weekend. Why not? But you know what I'm not looking forward to? What? Uh, My students singing songs from High School Musical, the musical, the series. That's the stupidest name. Why is it called that? stupidest name. Because I think, I mean, I sort of watched the trailer but not re- I watched it on mute cuz we were recording stuff but I think it's about there's a trailer Yeah, there's a trailer and it looks like a mockumentary almost. Like a mockumentary of people putting on high school musical but it's at East Side High where the the thing took place and I'm so confused. And it's well, a, a and choice. the tagline is not a reboot, not a sequel, the start of something new. I threw up in my mouth a little bit reading that. And this is but coming it, from someone who choi- was Sharpay Evans in high school. Okay, I've done my time. But it is a but it is a a reboot. No, it's not. It's new characters. But it is a sequel. I don't know. I I. <sighs> I don't know. You see, Lindley, you you brought this about. You did this. You and your musicals. Me! You and your musicals. Don't blame me you for this. this. I didn't ask for this. Just like I've Steven summoned to... the... I've Steven moved... summoned the demigorgon that is Sonic the Hedgehog into existence. You brought this into existence. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I've moved on. My high school musical days are done. I've moved on to The Descendants being my guilty pleasure. So we can all relax. Mm. I'm still blaming you. Oh yes, because everything is my fault. <laughs> East East High, hundred years of tradition. This looks ridiculous. Um like what like why? Like what is what is the premise? Don't They're ask putting me. on a musical? Don't, don't ask me. Go ask Kenny Ortega. That's not listen, people, listen to me carefully. There's nothing interesting about watching people put on a musical. Okay. Why are we and getting this upset over High School Musical, the musical, the series? Because and it I shouldn't. Use it to call it anything but its proper name because it's that ridiculous. Because High School Musical shouldn't exist, and this is from somebody who was in High School Musical. That Me too. that show Me too. should I not was exist. Ryan Evans. I was Ryan Evans. <gasps> Were you really? Yep. Oh my god. There's pictures, oh, and my students and my students K. remember it. 
and you're I connecting through pain. No, no, we're not. Because I, I'm gonna block it from my memory. I'm trying to, but it's kind of hard when they do things like make High School Musical the musical the series. Also, dumbest title in the world. I'm thirty. Thank you, thank you, Stephen. For once, we're... I agree with you. <laughs> yes, yes, Stephen. Yes, you are thirty. We are 30. We're too damn old to be talking about High School Musical, (laughs) the musical, the series. But you know what we're never too old to talk about? What's that? Star Wars. Hello there. I'm so excited. You turned her against me! I... E. McGregor... Ian McGregor, um, it's it's that time. Sa- sounded sounded out. It's, it's Ian be okay. McGregor Ewan? is confirmed for Obi Wan the series. Ewan, Ewan, whatever I, his name is. I I'm so hyped. I'm excited. Me I'm too. Because so, literally, you saying that was me finding me, me struggling to say it. <laughs> it's okay whatever it's he's back yes he's back <laughs> that's why he i'm here back. i and this is and this is going to be like uh after um revenge correct episode it, three yeah it's yeah. going to be they hold on they posted a timeline of the star wars universe mm-hmm. so obi-wan is going to be it's going to be between. It's going to be before Solo. Um, after. Yeah, after Revenge, and they have it separated into three. So the prequels and things in that canon are the Age of the Republic. In the middle is the Age of the Rebellion, and then afterwards, Age of Resistance. Hmm. So there's different terms for the different sagas. Um, the Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan's going to be uh, before Solo, after Revenge. The Cassian series that's coming out, we don't have much mm. information on that. Uh, it's going to be, looks like, before Star Wars Rebels. Okay. Um, hold on. This is the Cassian series. You Hold on. This is confusing. Well, Well, now they're saying... Hold on. Yeah, this whole thing is weird. So it's going to be basically before Rogue One. Okay. And then the Mandalorian happens after Return of the Jedi. Okay. Okay. And then they also I thought revealed it was about that Boba Fett, though. there's a there's a new animated show out now called Star Wars Resistance that happens yes. in the middle of the new uh, the new trilogy, and the the Star Wars Land Galaxy's Edge that's in Disneyland and Disney World coming up next week mm-hmm. actually takes place between Last Jedi and Rise of the Skywalker. Okay. So yeah. 
I, I like how they bro- they've broken it up into the ages. I I think that was a smart idea as far as like making sure that it's it's very it's very clear to the audience because it do, it can get very confusing. Just a bit. As far as when when do things take place and you know like at what point of the Star War are we in? <laughs> the single what Star yes. War. Are Go we see a Star War. <laughs> singular war, just one war. <laughs> you have many wars. We have one war. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of Star Wars, I mean, shall we? We shall. All right. Yeah. So, we audience. Shall. So, what happened was here's what happened. I said, "Has the Mandalorian trailer dropped?" Everyone said, "No." And then someone shouted out, "The the Mandalorian trailer has dropped." That was me. And then we had to literally. Steve and I yelled at Lindley for a good two minutes. Telling her not to click it. She was nowhere near clicking it. But as you have learned on the show, we like to overhype things. Mm-hmm. So she stopped, and then she had to send us the link. Even though she could have very well, at that moment, watched the trailer. <laughs> but I haven't. I she persisted, c- because I'm a good friend. She could have virtually flicked us off and then watched the, proceeded to watch the trailer. While neither of us were able to watch it, because we had no idea, because we are old men. We're I thirty. Would never do. That. <laughs> so we are watching the Mandalorian trailer. We're going to give you our live reaction. We're all watching it at the same time, so you'll hear our reaction. Um, if you'd like to watch along with us, you can put up, put up on YouTube. Um, this is coming from the official Star Wars YouTube page. Yes. yes. All right. Let's hit play. Hopefully, my computer won't make me have to restart. Let's hit play in three, two. One, go. That's grim. Excitement. Oh my gosh. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's that kind of series. (gasps) Uh, I am in. I am in. It's real dark. It looks great. Oh my gosh. I hope this is what we see for most of this series. Yes. Oh my gosh. My body is so ready. That was a great trailer, guys. Yeah. That was so good. That's interesting. That was a better trailer than Rise of the Skywalker was. <laughs> like, the, oh, like, everything from the music to just 
putting you smack dab in the middle of the atmosphere this show is going to give. Oh, it's going to be dark. That's going to be a much grimmer I'm so ready for it, though. I love it. See, and that's... I may have to get Disney Plus now. See, you know what it reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of, like, the look and feel of Rogue One. Mm Mm-hmm. Where it feels like, and that's what I love about Rogue One, it feels like it's a war. Like, I, I love the, I like, I enjoyed, like, the lightsaber stuff and whatnot and learning about the Jedi and the Sith. But, I mean, it's a movie called Star Wars, for crying out loud. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see the grittiness. I want to see, you know, you talk about bounty hunters. Show us more bounty hunters. I mean, it doesn't get much more grim than seeing Stormtrooper heads on spikes. Right. Oh my god, I want that as a poster. That was so good. <laughs> okay, Steven. You, you, you okay there, a, buddy? Is everything, place there. is everything all right in here? You know? <laughs> Yo, everything is great now that oh, I have seen it. Right. Well, we're going to have to have a talk about this when we get home. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, this, Stephen, you haven't been that excited about something in a while. That makes me so happy. No, it's good. You know, it, it looks. I mean, it looks. It Be looks great. Like suddenly, I mean, like everything about that trailer just looks awesome. And I'm gonna watch. You know, it. Too. It makes me wonder, guys. Like, what is what the future of Star Wars? could potentially look like like are we gonna start to see more stuff like this you know because from what i understand right after rise of skywalker like that's like that storyline the skywalker story that's done right but they're gonna keep going and then benioff and weiss are gonna do whatever they want to do that they rush through game of thrones to get to ah (laughs) <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm fine. You sure? You want to talk about it? You want to watch Fast and Furious? I don't want to talk about it. I'm fine. I'll send you, fa- I'll send you all the Fast and Furious movies. You'll feel better. No, it's just, a complete story. Just, just send me out later, <laughs> man. I'll be fine. I'm fine. I just, ow. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Jeez. Ow, my jaw. <laughs> no. Yeah, I hope it hurts after that. Oh. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. Well, guys, D23. A lot happened. A lot is going to happen. A lot of um, good stuff. This is just day one, too. This yeah. is just day one, and already... Um, it gets me excited. Now that doesn't. Now I should say this, and and you know maybe you guys agree, maybe you don't, but I think having said that, still doesn't mean that you should not still support. Let me phrase this correctly, that you should not still support smaller films. I mean Disney's Disney's got a lot of properties and that's not and I'm and I'm not trying to bash Disney as far as saying like they don't have good stuff. Everything that we've seen so far, even freaking Lady and the Tramp looks great. Okay? But don't forget about the little guys. 
Because the little guys, because the little guys, I mean, hey, they might be small, but that still doesn't mean that their content isn't just as good and sometimes even better. You're here. Um, To end the show, we have a mailbag. My computer is like really slow. Could someone open up the? <laughs> I think it's in the. I think it's in the Facebook group page um, of what exactly was. Oh god. We need like a song to announce this segment. I'll, I'll work on it. I'm I don't know something the in the vein of like I was blues say, clues you're or still something. Working on the song for. I'm for a roundup. busy lady. Okay. I agree. <laughs> All right, mailbag. Yes. Go ahead. And our mailbag is from who else but Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Uh, Dave wants to know, did Steven watch the new Batman animated movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> they still make yeah. those? Oh, uh, yeah, like a lot. I would have thought the killing joke shot that yeah, horse in the face ta- a long time ago. We don't talk about killing joke on this show. Yeah. Shutting that down. Yeah, well, well, obviously not. Um, no. <laughs> Still no. But, Marcus, I think you did. Why would I? I did 30. indeed. I watched it. no excuse, it. Steven. I was about to say. Because <laughs> let, let me tell you something. Uh, if that, if uh, Batman Hush was any sort of testament to, like, the other DC animated films that they've had... Um, DC messed up by like leaps and bounds. Holy crap, guys. Um, it wasn't shot for shot, um, of the comic book, but this movie was great. I really enjoyed it. It was, it was the Batman movie that I have always said I'm like, if you just did this in live action, it would work. Um, and it's it's a detective story. It is literally, it's a detective story, and it is a love story. Um, because this is where, this, this particular storyline, this is where Batman finally reveals to Catwoman, like, who is, like, he reveals that he's Bruce Wayne, he admits that he does have feelings for her, the whole Bat family is excited for him, that he's finally, like, branching out and, like, opening, and, like, opening up to someone else. Um, it does leave a lot out from the comic, um, like, the fact that he's dealing with, uh, Jason Todd. Um, but the, the overall, the overall story um the choreography every just everything um i thought was very strong i did miss kevin conroy as the voice of batman no i was like i was like oh kevin and it was like some other guy and i was like this is gonna take some getting used to but there was some but i mean it was it was a very well done movie I thoroughly enjoyed it. It made me want to watch um, the other uh, the other movies because um, here's here's the cool thing about about these movies. They all tie in together. Um, 
like they they reference death of superman and the return of superman um there's a reference to the teen titans movie because in in the comic book um bruce's son uh damien he's not in there he's not the robin at that point Mm -hmm. um but in the movie he is and he has like this really funny moment where um, you know, he's talking to his dad, like, his, like Bruce is on his way to go meet Catwoman. He's like, father, I hear you're going on a date with a trollop. And <laughs> I, I, and Wayne. And I, I adore him. And I sat there and I was like, I, this, I, that was my first time really seeing like the cartoon, uh, interpretation of Damien. I've only ever read him. Um, oh, so wow. to like to actually get to watch him on screen, that was some for me. That was like very special. Um, Nightwing is there, you know. He he's talking to uh, you know he's talking to Bruce and Catwoman. He's like he's like doing backflips and stuff, and Catwoman shows up, and he's like he's like uh, he's like yeah. He's like oh, it's like hey Selena, and she's like does everybody know who I am? And Bruce's <laughs> like ah eh, well uh, not Commissioner Gordon. Um, and, and then she's, he's like, he's like, yeah, it's just, and then, uh, you know, Dick is like, like, yeah, it's just me and Damien. And she's like, who's Damien? He's like, his son. <laughs> and then like, it's very clear. He, she didn't tell her about his son. He's like, yeah, you guys are going to have fun. <laughs> so I mean, I mean to check it out. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was, there was some nice comedic moments, um, when it needed to be comedic. Um, the moments of tension between, um, Selena wanting, wanting Bruce to, to be with her fully, um, that, that, it was, I, I mean, I guess it was kind of hard for them because you couldn't have those inner monologues like you did in the original Hush comic. Um, but I felt like they did a nice job of at least trying to show it, or maybe that was just me because I know the story. And I was reading along, like, as the movie was going. I was that nerd. Um, <laughs> but I I highly recommend it. Steven, did you see Mask of the Phantasm? Yes. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces. I've been trying to hunt it down um, in high quality. I think I can actually get it on Vudu. Um, it is on my to-watch yes. list. Ma- Mask of the Phantasm is, is phenomenal. This, this reminded yeah. me of the quality of Mask of the Phantasm. I think oh, Mask wow. of the Phantasm is better. Um, I did expect a little bit more from the Hush storyline, but that's not to say I didn't enjoy myself. I just felt like it just, at the end of it, I was like, man, I really want to watch Mask of the Phantasm again. So, uh, wait, where where can I find this uh, movie? Hush? I, yes. I got it straight from Redbox. But you can right. also get it I'll on if you do like you can do like a trial um, of DC uh, DC Universe, um, and okay. you can watch that. You can watch Hush, and you can watch all of the animated stuff. Which I hear is which I hear Ooh. some like their animated stuff is is great. I hear uh, the Teen Titan stuff especially. I think that's really good. Because I've seen clips from those, and the fight scenes in those really made me be like, "Man, I need to finally watch one of these." <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, Dave, we watched it. 
Technically, he wasn't asking if you watched it, but... Yeah. Well, he was coming for Steven. I think it was a snide remark. He was, coming for, he was coming for Steven, so I made it a point to watch it. <laughs> yeah. uh, nine, nine! Nine, nine! <laughs> oh, Anyways. Hey. Hey, hey. Lindley, when we, when we do our nine, nine chat, you gotta join in. Nine, nine! One, two, two. One, two, two. I sound like a choo-choo train. <laughs> okay, so so I think, Lindley, you might be the Amy in the group. Oh, she's so the Amy. Is that a good thing? Yeah. She's definitely the Amy. Is that a good thing? One, two, one, two. One, two, two. One, two, two. Yes, Amy. I don't understand these references, guys. It's okay. You gotta watch Brooklyn okay. Nine-Nine. Oh, hey. No, no, no. I, I am I am enthusiastically encouraging. Fun fact, Stephen. This is for Stephen. Brooklyn Nine-Nine yes. is canon within the uh, DC universe. <laughs> no, it is. It what? honestly is. It's canon. Uh, since two issues ago in Batman... So basically, Bane has taken over Gotham, and he's made the supervillains the cops, and Joker, Joker and Riddler, I think it is. They're sitting at two desks, and you can see like where they've like written in blood their names. You can see the names Santiago and Peralta. Huh. <laughs> and they've come and they've come That's out and they've awesome. said like. That is, like, where they're at is essentially Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's the Nine-Nine. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, folks, on that note, I'm going to rest my jaw and my head, and let's say we call it. Um, but if you want to keep the conversation going, I can't talk that much anymore, but these two, they could talk all night. Steven, where can the folks at home reach you? Folks at home, you can follow me on Twitter at St. Albray. Uh, you can also follow my blog, uh, baileysfilmworkshop.blogspot.com. You can also follow my YouTube channel. Just type in Bailey's Film Workshop, check out my videos, hit that subscribe button. And I also want to give a special uh, call out for uh, my brother's videos. We were talking earlier about, you know, supporting the little guy. Well, now's your chance. Uh, my brother Josh, uh, who y'all may I've probably talked about before, uh, he actually lives out in LA and he does videos out there and uh, he's got a new channel now. He's been releasing a lot of music. Uh, type in Joshua T and Old Wolf. It's Joshua. It's it's Joshua but with a Y, I guess. Uh, they're music videos for songs that he and I think um, some of his friends have kind of put together. Uh, check it out. A lot of creative stuff there and, uh, just a little, a little extra incentive to do so. Um, he's got a video coming soon and I can't say who, but I hear that it's going to have a guest celebrity in it. So if you want to find out who that is, check out. Is it Beyonce? uh, I can't confirm or deny. So it is Beyonce. I didn't say that. <laughs> it's he not did. Beyonce. He confirmed it. It's Beyonce, guys. 
go go like like and subscribe <laughs> Yashua T and Old Wolf 99 Lit and Lindley. on Folks at home, you can I find didn't get me. a 9 9 out of you. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> Give the Marcus a 9 9. Let me plug my crap, Marcus. Oh, she's part of the 1 2 2. You feel so out of the loop. I don't understand. Can I plug my. Can I do my thing, please? I suppose. We'll allow it. Okay, folks at home, you can find me on Instagram at Little Lottie. That's little L-O-T-T-I-E. I'm on there posting lots of stuff. I actually have a cosplay shoot coming up tomorrow, which when this goes live, it'll be yesterday. But it's still (laughs) going to be exciting. I also have a cosplay Facebook page, which is Little Lottie One Word Cosplay. You can also find me writing and doing things for both Outlander cast and Universal Monsters Universe. So please go check out both of those things because they are awesome and involve some awesome people. So check it out. <gasps> Folks at home, you know where and you I... can always... What? what? What did you say? 9-9. Nine, nine. <laughs> she did, did it. 9-9! Nine, nine. <laughs> I don't know. It still sounds a little 1-2-2-ish. Folks at home, you can always you can always reach me uh, on our Facebook page, our uh, film talk group. Uh, you can hit me up on that Twitter though at Mark M A R C underscore Leroy L A R O Y. You can hit me up on Instagram. You can also hear me on a variety of different places. You can hear me on Not So Famous with Mitchell Hansen. It's on a brief hiatus right now. As Mitchell, he's got he he's he's a working man now. He's still he's still cranking out the occasional episode, but he's a working man now. So be patient with him. But he's still giving you primo content. Uh, you can also hear me on a variety of different audio dramas. Uh, one mink, excuse me, my allergies are acting up. One being Continuum Force, uh, a sci-fi audio drama, and uh, coming soon, you'll be able to hear me on Garbage Town, the musical. Um, even though I dislike musicals, this one I had a lot of fun doing. Uh, and then the last one is Be- The Adventures. Excuse me. The Ab- Ad- Adventures. Yeah, words are hard. The Adventures of Beauty and the Beast, where I will be playing the Beast slash Henri. Nine, nine. Nine, nine. Nine, oh nine. Oh my god. One, two, two! One, two, two! (laughs) I sound like a (laughs) choo-choo! Folks at home, I'm gonna go put some uh, heat pack on my jaw because these two, uh, I love them so much. They brighten up my week every week. Thank you guys so much, but unfortunately, I think you might have broken my jaw. So, (laughs) audience, before I leave... I leave you with this. From all of us to all of you, we wish you peace, love, and tranquility. You all take care now. Make your choices.